Hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Selena. Together, we are moms to five children, including two sets of twins. At Tweet Dreams, we are passionate about helping families achieve the peaceful night's rest they deserve because we were formerly overwhelmed and sleep deprived ourselves. We love nothing more than helping families achieve their specific sleep goals. So the whole family can be rested and thriving. On this podcast, you'll not just hear about sleep-related topics. We'll chat about how it started, where we are today, and the experiences that have shaped us as mothers of twins. We hope you'll enjoy listening to the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and everything in between. Hey, and welcome back to another episode. And today we're so excited about this particular topic. In particular, we've been like waiting sort of on pins and needles to talk about potty training. Ta-da! And we really didn't want to talk about it too soon because Selena was like in it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. or actually you were like, let's just wait until I'm actually like on the other side so that we can talk about some of this. Okay. Because I know Selena, you'll agree that I see wherever on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, like potty training twins is really a big deal. And moms like want to know like, is there a secret? What's the right age? Do they want to do it at the same time? And so, yeah, can't wait to talk about that today. And I'll let you sort of lead the charge because you've just went through it. And I also want to get your your opinion on, because I know you listen to like some podcasts or maybe had a lead magnet about a course because there is those like potty training like boot camps. And Mm -hmm. I want to know your thoughts on that. And like, let's say however many years ago, four years ago, that really wasn't like a thing, you know, when my kids were doing that. So yeah, give us the deets. Okay. So just for context, my twins are almost three. So, you know, it's January 4th today. You're going to be hearing this after this date, but as of today, they're almost three. They'll be three on March 8th. So just a couple months. And How I approached the potty training was I didn't put too much pressure on myself, right? Around two and a half, I was like, all right, maybe we should start thinking about this, give it a try. They're definitely like aware of what's going on. They kind of tell me if there's number one or number two sometimes, right? So there's definitely some more body awareness there. So around two and a half, I bought a couple of potties for the girls. I put them out into the kitchen And it was very clear to me that, in my opinion, it was too early for them, okay? Because, I mean, maybe I could have pressured them a little bit more if I had to, but it was just very clear to me that it was going to be really hard at that moment. They were treating the potties more like toys. They really didn't get it. I have another um, child to my son. He's currently 16 months. So around that time, he was probably like 13, 14 months. He was getting in on them. It was just kind of too messy. I, I, I wasn't feeling like it was the right time at that moment. So I was like, all right, you know what? They're not in daycare right now. There's no push for me to like do it today. Right. So I was like, let me just take a step back, you know, wait till the summer's over because I had this thing in my head, like, Oh, everybody says potty train in the summer. It's like so much easier, right? Like they wear less clothes and they're outside more and like less mess. And I was just like, you know, going with what I was hearing. So I was like, yeah, it's summer and they're two and a half. Like, let's do it. 
Personally, now, after kind of being, you know, kind of pretty much done with it, and I'll get to that in a minute, I honestly really liked doing it in the winter, truthfully, fall, winter, because in the summer, we were going out more, going to the park more, going to the zoo, just because of the weather here in Massachusetts, where I live. And in the winter, and because I'm a germaphobe, this is not a secret, (laughs) we definitely stay home more. And it kind of just made it easier for me to start. Let's see. So I started right around a little after Thanksgiving. I'd say that's when I like really started. I brought the potties back out again. I always left the potties in the bathroom. Okay. So they had like an awareness of the potty if they were in the bathroom with me or maybe if they were washing their hands. They were like, oh, the potty's there. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like that's where we're supposed to, you know, do our business. It's like we would just talk about it constantly, read some books. But I'd say like after Thanksgiving, I was like, okay, I can see like even more awareness here. Like, you know, they really hating getting their diapers changed. Like it's a lot of work for me to change their diapers. Like they're big girls. Um, you know, they're definitely on the the higher end of the scale as far as like height and weight. So just like getting hard, even just like putting them on a changing table or even changing a diaper standing up, it was becoming very difficult. So, you know, I did read part of the book, that famous book, what is it called? Um, the Oh crap method. Mm -hmm. And a, a lot of those books and, um, you know, methods are like, oh, a three-day method. And I remember I had talked to you, Lindsay, and you were like, don't pressure yourself to get this done in three days. Like for me, and I think for you, right? Like that just sounds like putting too much pressure, like especially with twins, like sure, maybe one of them might get it quick, but what about the other one? And then it feels like you're a failure, right? So from the gate, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do any of these three-day methods. Like it just seems like I'm putting too much pressure on myself, on the girls. I don't know how they're going to take to it. And I don't, I just, don't want it to be like, of course, I wanted it to take as short as possible of time, but I didn't want to like put a, if by this day they're not potty trained, then there's like something wrong with them. No. Right. Um, so I took kind of a slow approach. Um, one of my girls, my baby B actually took to it very quickly. I put underwear on her. Um, I will say I just started out of the gate with the underwear. Um, I bought pull-ups, but from things I had read, they were like, you know, a pull-up really is just a diaper and it doesn't really like teach them anything else. It doesn't feel any different for them. And I believe, and from what I've read and talked to other people, you know, they really need to get that feeling like, okay, I'm not in a diaper. It feels weird now. Like if I'm peeing or or whatever. Right. So I just out of the gate, bought like some baby shark underwear, Paw Patrol underwear. They thought it was hilarious. Um, we put it on, of course they had accidents immediately. Right. But it was, it was good because they were like, Oh, I don't like this. What is this? And I would immediately just always be consistent, kind of like with the sleep. I kind of told myself, all right, I can see that they're ready now. They weren't a a few months ago. I'm going to be super consistent. Every time if they have an accident, we're going to go to the potty. We're going to talk about it. We're going to explain like what's really supposed to happen here. So my baby B, I swear, she really did get it in that that two, three days, but not because I was following some two, three day method. She just had it. She just got it. She thought it was cool. Um, she loved like the pulling up and pulling down of her underwear. Like she just understood. So that was great. My baby a surprisingly, um, she usually catches on pretty quick to things. I thought it was going to be the opposite with the girls. She got the, the peas, um, you know, 
took her like a week. She had a few accidents and whatnot, but she also is not like me. Like I have to pee every two seconds. Um, my baby A can hold her urine for an extended period of time from the beginning. And I always knew this even as a baby because she would have like these dry diapers and I'd be like, is this girl dehydrated? Like what's going on here? Mm-hmm. She can just hold it, which is great. Um, so she's honestly had just like less chances to practice, I guess, because she just doesn't get uncomfortable. But yeah, they both got pee pretty easily, right? Poop. So (laughs) yeah, a little bit of a different story. Baby B, she did get it pretty quick. Um, Baby A, she kind of suffers with a little constipation at baseline. Okay. Um, So right there, I knew it was going to be like a little bit more challenging for her. Um, I tried some rewards like, okay, cupcakes, candy, whatever kind of worked it kind of didn't she kind of had like just this fear i think on top of it she was fighting me you know it would be something like i know she has to go because i could just see the cues like first of all it had been a couple days second of all she was just acting weird like running around the house like she understood like she didn't want to go in her underwear or or her um if i had put a pull-up on her she didn't want to do that and sometimes she would have an accident she'd cry because she understands like no like my sister is is, you know, doing this differently. I need to be doing this differently, but I just, it didn't click yet. So we gave her extra time. Um, Honestly, what really worked was not the sweets for a treat. Um, She loves chips. Okay. (laughs) And I actually just thought of this recently and me and my husband were both like, why didn't we think of this before? And, you know, I, I don't like love bribery and I wouldn't say I'm using this as like total bribery, but it worked. Okay. So I was like, okay, if we do poops in the potty, like mommy has chips and I never give him chips. Like she's had chips a couple times in her life. And she was like, what? Hold on a second. I'm going to get chips. Is this like a potato chip or tortilla chip? What kind of chip are we talking about? Potato chips. So okay. specifically barbecue potato chips. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Cause my husband loves those. So we have those in the house. And I think back in the day he let them have a couple and we found out that she really liked chips. So, um, Finally, she gained the confidence. Um, I also changed her diet a bit too. Like I was offering her a lot of foods that were, um, you know, friendly for constipation, right? So I was giving her prune juice regularly. I still am actually. Um, And that's hard with twins because my other daughter doesn't need the juice. um, But she obviously is like, well, my sister's getting juice. So what the heck? Like now we're just giving juice once a day, but it's fine. It's not that much. Just a little bit of prune juice every day. Kind of like try to up the vegetables. Um, There are some like snacks that you can give kids that have like some extra fiber in them. So, you know, I kind of like was trying to make her body as prepared, I guess you could say for her to be like as comfortable as possible, because I think there was two components. One was fear. Um, and the second was just like kind of not wanting to do it and not being patient enough. Right. So finally she was able to do it a couple times in a row and I can say, and I don't want to jinx this. I really don't want to jinx this, but even just this week, I'm pretty sure they're both like fully day potty trained. Okay. So They haven't had any accidents recently that I can think of. My baby A has had like number twos in the potty, like three or four or five times in a row. Great. Like she's excited. So that's where we're at right now. My next step is getting them in the actual bathroom, right? So we have potties like kind of out in the open right now, just because with the twins and my son, like... I don't want the girls like unattended in the bathroom um, just yet. Like it's fine. They've gone in the bathroom like with me or my nanny or somebody um, like present, but I'm kind of a little 
hesitant, especially if I'm by myself to like leave my other child alone. Right. Um, so that's the next thing. And then of course, the next thing after that would be the nights. So actually just this morning, my baby, a Vita, she woke up completely dry, which is amazing. I know, but I told you she can hold it. Like it's wild. I can't even do this. Like I wish I could do this. I wake up like once or twice to pee. It's like, Oh, so annoying. Oh, same. But and, I mean, she drinks, yeah, like, like she drinks, right? Like oh, one of my twins oh, yeah, yeah. is less of a drinker than the other one. I have to remind her like, let's get some water. Whereas my other daughter, she's like constantly has her like support water bottle, like next to her. And so mm, that's me. Yeah. Same. <laughs> so I'm wondering if that has something to do with it, but no, she's just got like a evolved bladder or something. I don't know. It's hey, crazy. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a positive for sure. Um, because I'm not like anywhere near the nighttime training yet in my head. So the fact that she's kind of doing it on her own, I was like very happy about. Hey, twin mom, we see you. When we say we get it, we really do. At Tweet Dreams, we are a team of sleep consultants who are also raising twins at home. Our twin sleep coaching packages are specifically tailored to your babies, making the journey of teaching independent sleep as stress-free as possible. Trust our years of experience working with twins so that you can feel relieved that the answers lie with us. Start by booking your free discovery call to learn more because we can't wait to meet you and help you with your sleep goals. You can find the link to book your call in the show notes. So when she wasn't pooping in the potty, was it sort of she would hold it um, until she did get a pull up on like at nap time or nighttime or was she just like having an accident in her underwear. So luckily we didn't ever have that situation that I, I know a lot of people have, like the, the kids will hold it until their nap or bedtime and then they'll go in the pull-up because they know like you're going to put a pull-up on them for naps, right? She didn't do that. No, I think she was just holding it because she was kind of a little bit naturally constipated at baseline ever since an infant, right? I think it's just her bowels. And occasionally, like if I went out, like let's say we went to the zoo or something, I would put a pull up on just in case, especially in the very beginning, we'd come home and she'd like run to the playroom and, you know, I'm taking jackets off kids and stuff. And I'm, I'm my next step is going to be to like put their underwear back on and then, oh crap, she pooped or something. Sometimes that would happen. Um, or she'd have like a, a little accident in her underwear here and there, but her awareness was always there kind of from the beginning. Um, like she'd be upset about it, like crying. And I, I, you know, I never shamed her or anything. I was just, okay, like just try again next time. Like I would explain it. I would actually have her flush it in the toilet a lot of the time too, to just like, yeah, that's really like, okay, like this is where this actually supposed to go. Like we're big girls now, you know, just, just trying to reinforce like the behavior. And I, I didn't really want her to feel bad. I was never like, Oh, this is not how we're supposed to be doing this. Like, what's that going to accomplish? You know, like uh, she's trying I, the I best really that she like can. That. Yeah. And right. Yeah. And I mean, I was frustrated a little bit. Cause like, Oh God, now I have to clean this. And like, seriously, one kid has it. The other one doesn't. And I feel like when you're in it, something like this, I would talk to my husband and be like, Oh my God, like, is she ever going to get this? Like mm-hmm. the other one just got it so quick. And mm-hmm. I mean, I say that now, I mean, in reality, it was probably like two, three weeks for the poop, I'd say, to like really stick. In the grand scheme of things, it's not that long. But like when I was in it, I'm like, especially when you have that side by side comparison, right? Like totally baby B just got it. Exactly. She just did. I was surprised. I was happy about it. But yeah, no. So answer your question. um, It was a little bit of both, you know, like the holding it and being scared. Yep. I also potty trained my twins at two and a half. There's 
kind of like a rumor out there that when your kids are in daycare, sometimes daycare potty trains your kids for you. Okay. So I was like, oh, this is going to be sweet. Like they're in the two-year-old classroom. And like, if you ever see a two-year-old classroom at daycare, there's like a legitimate teacher who all she does is change diapers. Like, I don't know how this woman does this, but like they prompt them. They're changing diapers. Like you can't keep a kid in a diaper too long because they'll get rashes and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like had all my eggs in that basket. I'm like, okay, daycare is really going to help us take care of this. And then the pandemic hit. So I actually trained my my babies to use the potty during the lockdown. And in hindsight, it was probably a blessing because even when you read like those oh crap books where it's like, we're doing this for three days, like who has three days? Like if you're a mm-hmm. double working family, like are you gonna wait for the holiday? And like, that's not fun. You know, and then are you really done after three days? And then you're sending them somewhere else and then there's accidents. And so I find that to be sort of not in everybody's um, control. Okay. And so I am with you and I just sort of read the cues and thought, okay, like I'm going to do exposure, right? Like, so when they were two years, three months, I got a potty chair. God bless the potty chair. I really do think that it's such a tool and no, you don't mm-hmm. need to, I know you, you might've had two, but we just had one. Um, I believe it's on my Amazon list. It's like a white toilet. Like it just looks like mm-hmm. a toilet. Okay. And mm-hmm. I think we, you and I talked about this, like it's gross. Like you have to clean mm-hmm. it. Like there was many times I was out in the backyard, no lie with the garden hose. Like this is nasty with soap and stuff because hi, poop okay (laughs) and it's not um fun (laughs) no no and so like with anyways with the pandemic i do feel like we had just nothing else to do we were stuck at home together it was sort of springtime so when we potty trained we just exposed them to it like you said lots of communication did we give out some skittles and dum-dums 100 and i really wasn't like in a rush okay like they're only two and a half, like it doesn't need to be this boot camp style. So we really just expose them to it like day after day communication. And there was a lot of prompting, okay, which is a total job in of itself. Literally, especially with two, you're setting a timer on your phone. It's literally been 30 minutes since we've been in the potty. We're going to the potty and everybody's going to sit on it and see if something comes out. Okay. We're going to check the diaper because I, again, I really wasn't like going to just put them in underwear right away. We had a lot of carpet in the house. It was just me for the most part. So I really did a lot of the prompting while they were still in diapers. Um, and if there was ever, you know, an accident in the diaper, we would talk about it mostly pee, right. Or sometimes poop. And then, um, we would just move on with just basically prompting with diapers still on. And then once Mm -hmm. I saw that they could hold it for maybe more than 30 minutes up to an hour, then we moved to underwear. And it honestly, once, like you said, once you get into underwear, it totally changes the game. So I don't really know why I was dragging my feet so much, but my baby B, she is stubborn. She sticks her heels in as hard as she can. And she was really, really upset when I got rid of the diapers. And to your point as well, we didn't do pull-ups during the day because I just find that to be confusing. It's just a diaper. So my other one, my baby A was like, yeah, Toy Story underwear, 
sign me up, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my other one was like, no diapers, diapers, diapers. And finally I just didn't order anymore and she had no choice. I'm like, Oh, this is the last one. You know, the box is empty. And we went to, to underwear, really not as many accidents as we thought. And I think keeping that potty chair close, like if we were in the living room, it was in the living room with us. If we were in the kitchen, it was in the kitchen. We took that thing to the park with us. We took it in the car. It was everywhere. And so, yeah, I, and I just wanted to talk really quickly that when your babies are potty training, there can definitely be some regression at nap time. Like you said, the poop thing is just a whole sort of other mountain to climb than number one. And so kids will hold it and they'll wait and they'll go in the comfort of their bed. Okay. And then you have like a nap refusal. And then it's just like, how do we get out of this cycle? So if that's happening, try not to be discouraged. I would always try like a double void when you're potty training in from the beginning, not just nighttime. And the double void is let's say we do a 30 minute routine for bed. We potty as soon as we get up there to start the routine. And then we potty again, like two minutes before we turn the lights out. So just they have more opportunity to expel whatever they're sort of holding up, I think can be really helpful. And if your child does refuse like a nap because of poop, like just get them cleaned up, go back, you know, check in on them to make sure there's nothing that you can handle for them, like getting them changed and then still try to get that full nap time because it's really, really common for them to hold it when they're in private, like when they don't feel like anybody Mm -hmm. else is around and they will um, grow out of that. 100% let's keep a sleep sack on a two-year-old because they're going to get curious about poop and everything else. And let's just keep the hands. Let's just keep it on. Let's just keep it on. Let's just do that. Yep. (laughs) Keep the hands out of the diaper. I remember one time my mother-in-law like babysat and she's like, yeah, Paige took her diaper off and there was like poop everywhere. And I was like, she's Mm. never done that. And yep. Yep. yep, It was the first time for everything. Put the sleep sack on backwards. They can't get to the zipper. And then you can also like put a t-shirt over top because it's really hard for a two-year-old to like, let's take a t-shirt off over their head. And so that could be really helpful. When we think about night training, I have a lot to say here because I was thinking about talking about this earlier and I was like, gosh, I feel like embarrassed, but I I shouldn't. Okay. My twins are six and we just hit a milestone that I have them both overnight trained. And you might be like, amazing. It is amazing. And I feel like I did feel like a failure. I didn't know why it was taking so long. I asked friends. I asked my pediatrician. I asked people online, like, what, what can I do here to get my daughter out of pull-ups? And what happened was there's a lot of ways to go about this. I'm so selfish with my sleep. And one of my daughters over a year ago, so she was right at five years old. She just started waking up dry and she would get up and go use the potty in the middle of the night, which is totally fine, right? Get a nightlight. Let's encourage them that they can get up and go use the potty. So literally just like clockwork, she was like, I don't want to pee in my diaper, even the pull-up, even if she would pee in the pull-up, like on accident, she would like get up and change herself. Like she physically just, (laughs) yeah, she hated feeling wet and it was nothing that I did. Now I'm always recommending that you limit liquids at least an hour to 90 minutes before bedtime. So we just want to slow that process down and then do the double void, but there's not a whole lot else you can do to like speed this up. So she just naturally did that. And I'm like, okay, 
Then my other daughter had recently had surgery. So I was like, just kind of like giving her a pass, let's say. Right. 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 She's also like a deeper sleeper, whereas she's just a heavier sleeper. Okay. So I'm like, okay, well, let's take that into consideration. She doesn't wake up. She doesn't feel herself go. So I was like, giving it time, giving it time. Like over the summer, I'm like, I have to do something about this. I talked to the pediatrician again and he's like, kind of looking at me like, she's really still in pull-ups. I'm like, "Eh." it wasn't like shaming me, but just like. What is the average age? Can I ask you? Do you know? Like when you're, when you went to your pediatrician, was he like, oh dear. Or was he like, oh yeah, I see kids like this. Like what, what is the norm? Is there a norm? for, for um, pull-ups to be done? I'm just going to say, and I, I should have looked this up, but I don't believe that bedwetting is a problem until like eight or 10. Okay. I, so a little yeah, bit. I yeah. think it might even be 10 years old. I think. Okay. Like this is not uncommon. Sometimes it's just like hereditary, whatever. It's hormonal. I do know that it's hormonal. Okay. So he's like, <laughs> gave me the advice I didn't want to hear. Just take her out of the pull-ups. She's going to mm-hmm. feel wet and she doesn't want to feel wet. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm so lazy. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely people who do do that. And they probably are laughing at me right now because it's probably much quicker. Or you do that. And I did try that with my other daughter and we were up like three to four times in a week. And I'm like, okay, she's just not ready. So mm-hmm. long story short, I just kept giving her more time. We talked about it. You're, you're about to be six, like Christmas time, Santa Claus, all the things. And she eventually just started waking up dry. And I'm like, you have to come down every morning and show me your dry pull-up. You can't just like tell me lackadaisically that it was dry because I told you that I heard her get up and she was had changed her, dry, her wet pull-up with the dry one and was putting the wet one in the downstairs trash can because that's I, hilarious i had i had emptied their trash can i hadn't brought it back up so when she went to hide it in the trash can like it wasn't there and so she's like oh shoot and i'm like oh, how long have you been lying to me you know and um anyways we got past that and we wrote a like a vision board okay we kept track she got sick a little bit and then we, we regressed a little bit and then i said okay if you are dry for two weeks, we can take your pull-ups off the day after Christmas. This girl did it. Okay. She's been out Good for her. I know. I'm so happy for her. And she's been dry every night since. I don't have the secret. I don't have the answer. All I'm saying is if your child is still in a nighttime pull-up, please don't feel bad about yourself. I didn't do anything different with her than I did with her sister. And I just let them do it on their own terms and I, I was pretty confident that it would just happen, right? I didn't think we'd be mm-hmm. in pull-ups still at eight years old. Like, I just didn't think that. Now, there are some things you can do. Uh, if you're really trying to understand if your child is able to go 12 hours or 10 hours or whatever it is, there's a thing called wake and check. So let's say your child sleeps 11 hours and then they wake up and then they pee in their pull-up. You don't know that. And so you're going to think, well, they peed at 2 a.m. So Mm -hmm. there is a um, strategy called wake and check where you'd actually go into your child's room like maybe 30 minutes before they typically wake up and check their their pull-up. And if it's dry, that's really great. And that means that they're actually going the whole night, right? So that's one thing I didn't know about. And just 
for your own kind of understanding of like when they're actually, you know, waking up and going can Mm -hmm. be really helpful. What else was I going to say? Oh, some people swear by like the potty alarm, which have you heard heard of of that? Yeah. So it's like a little mat type thing. And like, if it gets wet or warm or something, like it immediately will start to either like alarm or it'll vibrate. And I have heard people that have used it and it was really helpful, but I was like, eh, I don't know. That kind of seems like a last ditch effort. And I thought, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, I wasn't going to do that either, but I've heard that it works. Also, there's a lot of kids and maybe your Vita will be just like this. You day potty train and she night trains herself. Hopefully. Exactly. It could yeah. totally happen. And you could have your baby be in, di- in a pull-up for a couple years. It's going to be a while. It's going to be a while for her because like in the morning, her diaper is, mm-hmm. is wet. It's, it's, like a, it's like a few peas. Like it's, it's, not, um, it's not that different than before. Got it. Right. And um, yeah, my baby A, like I said, even even if she does pee a little bit in her diaper for nap or bedtime, it's very minimal. She just doesn't pee that much. So it's different people, right? It doesn't matter that they're twins. They got different needs and different um, abilities. And that's totally fine. You know, I, I find it's really good to meet them where they are. I, I will say this, though, kind of like with sleep training, I did want to potty train them at the same time, like for days, right? Like I wasn't going to only potty train one and then just like let the other one still be in diapers today. Like I just, I wasn't going to do that. So even though one of them was maybe ready a little bit sooner, I kind of just held off to do both um, for when I thought that they were quote unquote ready because let's be serious, like potty training already kind of stinks. I didn't want to have to like reinvent the whole wheel again after the fact. I didn't know. So I did it together. Yeah. And I think for, for days. Sure. And I think that that's probably the best advice. Like if you're like, well, she seems ready, but he doesn't seem ready. Should I potty train her? You could, I mean, but like, let's not make it harder than it is. And I would say just wait till they're both ready because with twins, they're just going to want to naturally compete with each other. Right. Oh, she's Mm -hmm. doing that. I want to do that. And so if you can get them, maybe wait a little bit longer and get them together. Like you said, in the scheme of things, it was like a couple weeks, right? Right. It's really, it wasn't anything terrible. So yeah, I'd be interested to hear like if you've had success with like the the three day boot camp style potty training. Maybe it's sort of like sleep training, right? You're just like, okay, we're doing this over like three days. We have some time off work. And it's like, yeah, like you said, it's the easy or it's the quickest, but it may not fit your your personality. And I think with right. with potty training, there's just more threshold because you're, it has nothing to do with your sleep, right? It's just like, mm-hmm. we're buying diapers still. Like that was a big motivator for me. I was so tired of paying for diapers, like times two. I was over it. I know, same. I mean, I know you were like, well, I we're know. buying diapers anyway for the baby. It's like, yeah. I'm already buying less though, because I only put a, the nighttime diaper on them for nap and bedtime. And occasionally if I go out, if it's going to be like a long thing, like a long drive, I'll put something on them just because I don't feel like cleaning a mess, God forbid, just in case at this point in the game. But yeah, my uh, diaper bill has gone down. So that's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's celebrate that. Um, mm-hmm. What brand pull-ups do you or like? Um, so I use Pampers. The, those good nights or what are those? So honestly, I'm still using a nighttime diaper oh, okay. for them, okay. right? Um, I have some pull-ups. 
but I actually like looked at the pricing, right? And I just decided to just only buy nighttime pamper diapers for everybody. If whoever's using, because I don't want to have to like be like, oh, this is day, this is night, mm. this is a pull up, this mm-hmm. isn't. Because like, like we said before, a diaper is a pull up and like, they're not doing any of the like up and down with the diaper. Like I put it on for the nap and they're like, oh, we only wear this for sleep. And I'm like, yep, we're just putting this on for sleep. Like that's it. Um, and then I just take it right off, you know, when have them go potty after their nap or bedtime or whatever. Just this is because I have a unique situation too, where I have like another baby who's younger, who's still in diapers. And for my own sanity, I don't feel like trying to find a pull up, trying to find a day, trying to find a night. So the price is like almost the same for everything that I looked at. Um, So I just buy like one brand of Pampers nighttime and like, that's what we're doing here. Yeah. Oh no, that totally (laughs) makes sense. It's like, wait till your twins get in different sizes. Like I'm sort of living that. It's like, oh my God, I don't like this. So yeah, if keep yeah, it simple. Luckily, they're all the same size. Luckily for diaper two, I find that's helpful because you um you can kind of stretch the diaper, right? Like you know you can tighten it. Um, so all my kids, uh, my twins and my sixteen month old, are all in a size six. That's the size we're buying right now. So I try I try not to overcomplicate my life. If you haven't realized, no, I feel like I got a lot going on already. So <laughs> if I only have to think about like buying one kind and one size, I'm I'm just doing that. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. Um, I'll just add, like, we liked pull-ups. I'm actually looking at a box of them right now. I tried, like, the good nights and, like, off-brands. And I just felt like we had leaks, especially mm-hmm. with the daughter who took forever to overnight drain. And so, yeah, I really just like the pull-up brand. I have, like, a box and a half that I can just give to some nice woman maybe on the street and be like, here, you can have these. Mm-hmm. We're finally done with this chapter mm-hmm. of our lives. So we don't have all the secrets, but we do have our experiences. And I hope that this episode was helpful. Like we've been through it. And I I really wanted to wait to record this because you were like just on the brink of it. And so was I. And I was like, let's just get past this, these couple little roadblocks that we still have so we can like talk about it with confidence. And if I would have been having this comp this episode aired like even when we first started so let's say three months ago i honestly would have said i have no idea when she's gonna stop peeing at night i have no clue mm-hmm. and then look how much has changed so and say, i'm sure you could say the same thing if we would have had this oh, yeah. conversation in october you'd be like yeah they're gonna be like seven it's gonna be like five years old yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. we're never getting it done exactly. but no that's not the case kids are so smart right we need to give them credit with consistency i feel like they can really achieve so much Totally. So thanks for listening, guys. If you have been enjoying listening to us, we really, really appreciate any five-star reviews on like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We have over 600 downloads right now, which I think is really exciting. So again, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. If you liked this episode and conversation, be sure to leave a review or rating. Share it with a friend on social media or a family member. It's our goal to reach as many parents of multiples and singletons alike. You're not alone in your parenting journey. If you'd like to hear about a specific topic or have an episode idea, please feel free to message us. We're here to help.